Amen. Once God's hand is for you, his hand can do warfare battle. If God is for us, who then can be against us? There's one thing God cannot do. He cannot lie. Has he said it? Has he said it? And will he also not do it? God don't just promise because somebody made him happy. Sometimes, some of us, we promise when we are happy. When people make you very happy, start giving them promises, then later you think about the promises that you give. And you find out that you are not able to fulfill all. No, that's, that's the human life. When people praise you, when people come around you, when people make you feel good, it's easy to promise them. And sometimes too, we promise because our condition at that particular time is good. I can promise you Tomorrow I'll come to your house. I'm happy I want to visit you in your house. It is based on my strength today. So tomorrow if something happens and I'm not able to stand on my feet, God forbid I'm sick and I can't ride, I can't walk, I will not be able to fulfill the promise I made. There are many factors that makes man fail in his promises. And those factors are not in God. So when he promised, he also has what it takes to fulfill it. And no condition can change what he promised. First, I used to think by this time, God is holding a, a walking stick. I think some years back, I thought he was holding a walking stick. He doesn't grow old. He can grow young. He is the same yesterday, the same today, and the same forever. You see, I've been talking for some, some weeks now on what? On faith. Because it is very vital. It is that, that link us with God. Without faith, there is no link. Anytime your faith line is cut, it means that your signal is cut. Where faith is, even those who say, oh, I'm operating in the spirit. Even operating in the spirit is operated by faith. You see, 
The spirit you receive, did you receive it? By doing something or by believing or by faith? And the answer was, by faith. So whatever operation we operate, when it's concerned God and man, it is faith. When it's concerned with man and man, it may not be faith. Though I can see you, I can touch you, I can, I don't need to, uh, uh, I just look at what you do then and I say whether I can believe you or not. But when it comes to God, nobody has seen God if you've seen him. Then maybe he revealed himself to you in a certain way, in a form of a man. You know, Abraham met the Lord, but he was a man. <laughs> but he recognized him. But that is not the entirety of that God. He revealed himself in different ways to different people in different ways. Sometimes according to your need. If your need is you need a child, when God appeared to you, he appeared to you like Abraham and Sarah <laughs> and present to you as a God that when you are even old, he's able to make you have a child. Sometimes your need is not children. When it comes to children, you even need God to help you to stop. But any time, every year, you take a seat. The moment you finish burning the other one, three months, another one comes. So all of us have some type of faith, but our faith is geared towards some specific area of life. Sometimes the kind of faith some of you have for business and making money. I don't have that type of faith. You mention money. Some of them, the way they mention the money, I say, hey, how can people mention millions of dollars? Well, you take tens of Ghana cities, hundreds of Ghana cities offering. Thousands of Ghana cities. Somebody is talking about $100 million. And sometimes, especially when you want to convert it into our city, you can't be mentioned. I might have a last Monday. I was just meeting some pastors. And my eye opened, I saw some amount. And I look at the people. There is none of them that looks like they can walk into those millions of dollars. Look at that. They are all struggling. 
you're meeting struggling people. You go to a village to go and give them water or help them. Then God revealed to you that there's someone there who is worth about $5 million. Will you believe it? So, in fact, I was sizing the, the people. Size them. I said, Oh, it's for my church. But before I realized, it came out. The one that came out didn't look like he was the one until he showed me the evidence of the project, which he says is a good one. I said, Hey, and then, Why are you too known? Because I say, Oh, Say, I prayed. I've got a place I want God to help me in a certain way. So I brought this thing. It's already mine. I said, I don't need to pray again. God has seen it and has spoken about it. When God speaks, I don't want to make as if I am the one who made the thing happen. They have faith in that area. Some of you have faith in divine healing. When you are sick, you can believe God to the nonsense degree. And sometimes people will think you are crazy. At the end, you get the result. The fact that I cannot believe for that doesn't mean that it can't happen. There's a level of faith. We have great faith. We have mountain moving faith. We have small faith. We have little faith. But it might not be little in all areas. It may be little in some other areas. So when you face a situation, you build your faith in that direction. We have weak faith. Yes, you have faith, but it is weak. We have some type of faith, but that faith is weak. He said, I believe, but help my unbelief. So he knows that. <laughs> he goes, you, you believe, but... Somehow, while said, you know that some areas immediately the father of the child cried and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Sometimes you try to believe. Have you gone through that? Yes. You try to believe, but the believing is not believing. <laughs> it's not that you want to doubt. Oh. You want to walk in faith, but you try. You see somewhere. You are, if you are honest with yourself, other things are fighting that 
faith in you. We have different kind of faith. The Bible said that Abraham was not weak in faith. But I'm not being weak in faith. He didn't stand in the weak faith. He did not consider his own body already dead. The weak faith considers things around. He knows God can do it, but he also considers the things that are around him. Oh, 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 don't know that God can. God can do it. Half of the God doing it is a faith. It's good. But in this condition, will it happen? So the man was frustrated. Oh, let's go back to the, the man. Go to 20. Then they brought him to him. And when they saw him, immediately the spirit convulsed. Before then, they were trying to, disciples were trying to cast. Then one of the crowd answered and said, Teacher, I brought you my son who has a mute spirit. That spirit will make you not to talk. Sometimes when they come to you, they ask, you don't say, if I come to us, I remember there was somebody. He was there and something came upon him. And they asked, he won't answer, sitting down, mute. For many days, she wasn't speaking. And he said, we should go and pray. We pray and the man, she started talking. You may call it different kind of disease. You may say mental problem. But me... <laughs> I didn't call it that. It's a mute. There's a mute spirit. And he falls. And wherever it seizes him, it throws him where? Down. This spirit is so wicked that wherever it seizes him, it throws him down. He foamed at the mouth. And you can give your name. A narcissist and become rigid, you may say epileptic. So I spoke to your disciples that they should cast it out. I brought it to the church that the prayer team should cast it out. And they prayed in tongues. They jumped. They rolled. They reversed. They use all kind of tongues. You know, some of them are like bazooka. <laughs> Sometimes we think that the more we make it look fearful, that's why the devil fear. It is the faith that backs your tongue that makes it powerful. So you can feel with tongues of men and tongues of angels. So you change from ballistic missiles, 
you move it to this side, move it, you shoot here, you, you throw this in. All kind of weapons you were using, you're using your mouth, and the devil is standing, he's not moving. Have you done that before? Hey, there's a prayer, you pray, you open your eyes, it's still standing there. So you are not the only person who is who has been frustrated in prayer. Jesus' disciple, why Jesus was working with them. They were frustrated like that too. Remember some believers were praying for somebody. We're praying, 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 praying. The demon said, demon prayer. <laughs> and the moment they start speaking like that, if you don't take that, you become discouraged. We've done, we've, you know, we've dealt with a lot of them before. You pray, 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 they don't want to go. Someone they are stubborn. Remember, we pray, 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 he said. He told one of the brothers. And truly, he ate fufu. Fufu and a bear Instead of the demon to be this, to be intimidated, he was trying to intimidate us. Once he's able to tell that one of us has eaten and told us the exact person and the exact food he ate. It is to kill our faith. All of us, instead of the faith to rise up, fear started creeping in that this demon, he knows all of us. (laughs) (laughs) Then before I realized, something flashed. Are we casting the demon because we ate food or not? The food has nothing to do with casting out. If I'm a policeman, I'm arresting you. Doesn't matter what type of food is inside my stomach. I say, indeed. Truly, he's eating the food. But we are not casting you out in the name of Fufu and Abengwai. We are casting you out in the name of Jesus. We didn't know that it was just close and he was suffering and it was time for this demon to run away and he's trying to discourage us. He screamed and that was all. Sometimes try to punch your faith and try to discourage you when you are praying. He will bring other things to distort your faith. We will try to lose faith in ourselves that we can't cast him out because we have eaten fufu and abenquai. Those who don't understand fufu and abenquai, it's a Ghanaian, what's the name of the food in English? It has no English name. Fufu and palm nut soup. The devil fight our faith. He uses every method 
available to make you know that your prayers will not work. He wants you to accept that you have failed. He tried on Abraham that Abraham, you are old. And the fact was that he was old. Your wife, Sarah, even if you are capable, your wife, Sarah, won't be able. Have you ever seen 90-year-old lady getting pregnant? So he will refer you. He will use the natural to make you reason that God, God is saying can't happen. He will tell you, you don't have that certificate. So how can you lead that company? He will tell you, your background disqualifies you. Then he began to play a nice film about your life after you finish he destroyed but you must know the basis of your faith what you are believing even though you are the one that is operating the faith it is not you who is doing it he said, Abraham, so at the point, Abraham told God, God said, Abraham, I'm going to bless you. I am going to do this to you. God gave him, say, Abraham, I am your shield. I am your days. I am your dad. I'm going to protect you. I will keep you. Everybody said, I know that. But God, you said you will bless me. You are going to make, give me this and that and that and that. Bless me. But look at me, Abraham. After these things, oh, listen to you, after these things, the word of the Lord, what came? What came? The word of the Lord came to who? Abraham, in a vision, saying, do not be afraid. Do not be what? Afraid, Abraham. I am your what? I am your what? Shield. What is a shield for? To protect you, isn't it? Against every. Some of us, we feared our village demons more than God. God said, Abraham, I know you don't have anybody, but I I'm your shield. I know there are wicked men in this world. <laughs> I am your shield. I know there are many people who are more armed than you, but I'm still your shield. And as I go with you, if I don't permit anybody, he cannot do anything evil to you. After this way, oh, I love it. Do not be afraid, Abraham. I am your shield. 
your exceedingly what? Great reward. I always say there are few things that make people rich or great in this life. One, protection. Two, blessing. And here God said, I am the one that will protect you. The reward is the blessing who is going to bring. So with these two, even if Satan wanted to fail, you can't fail. I pray that you will leave this place with this God protecting you and God blessing you. If that was what the enemy was looking for, anytime he comes to the believer, that is what he wants. Anytime he comes to God's people, he wants to break through. He told God, you know, he met when God's children were meeting God. He went there. The reason why he went there was to be able to break the shield or the wall around Job. As long as God protected Job, Satan have no right to do anything to him. So he tried many times, many times, many times, and he failed. So he decided to go back to God. To go and walk there, looking for opportunity. Anytime the devil is always looking around, looking for opportunity that he can pounce on you. And he said, so God saw him. You know, God's children did not know that it was Satan. Sometimes he behaved like an angel of light. He come to church, dress better than you, sing better than you, but he has nine voice, preach better than you, can argue his case better than you. So he mixed up and was walking. And God realized that mm, there's a stranger here. So when he looked at, what do you also want here? He said, oh God, I know you know me. Me, I'm going my somewhere, up and down. And just at the time I got to this place, you also saw me and you are asking me. God says, Satan, you are lying. It's because of my servant Job. You are here, not because of anything, but because of Job. You came to church, not because of anything, because of you. You want to come, you dress nicely, you want a Christian woman to marry. Oh, sister, can I give you a lift? Yeah. Oh, I said, oh God, it's nice. Today the service was nice. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> you want a way to get into your heart. You too, you won't pray. You look at it physically. Say, ah, that will be your song that you go to. You don't say, Where do I live here? And he'll go and drop you. Mm. Then keep on, keep on, keep on. I want to marry you. They go and tell my husband, oh, no, no, don't tell Pastor now. Anytime somebody wants to marry you and he doesn't want your pastor to know, 
Be careful. Whenever he's trying to avoid your spiritual head, be careful. Either he's got a wife in his village or he's got somebody somewhere and he's using you. After he's finished using you, he dumps you. He says, Man, you're broken heart. It is you who broke your heart. Sometimes you see the sign on the wall that this guy is a liar. This guy, he doesn't tell the truth. Say, oh, God will change. Hey! Never go and take a woman or a man to change him. Amen. If you're going in for that character, tell yourself, I'm going to adjust to this character. If you can adjust, go. All of you know, the people you marry, they haven't changed. <laughs> I'm not lying. <laughs> so if you're going, remember, don't go and take a woman that you want to change. There's nothing like that. Don't go and take a man that you want to go and change. You are not God. It is only God <laughs> who can change man. If you are going in, I don't say don't go in. You may go in. You tell yourself, the only person I can change is me. So I will change myself to adjust to this man. Oh, it's so full. So Abraham, God said, you are my reward. I am your reward. Abraham said, Lord God, what will you give me? God has said, I am your shield. And your what? Exceeding reward. And he asked it. But Abraham said, Lord God, what? You know how I call it? Lord God, what? will you give me? It's a relationship between Abraham and God. He says, Lord, new run. He says, God. He is your God, but not your Lord. What will you give me? What is he asking for? Seeing I am childless, he acknowledged that he doesn't have Children. And the heir of my house is what? Eliezer of what? Damascus. Working and working and working. God said he's going to bless you. And you know you are old. You don't have a child. What blessing do I want? Is it your house boy? Your house girl? That you want to get the blessing for? So he said, God, look. This person who is followed my servant. So he's the one going to inherit me. So what all this blessing for? Because every man that one at certain age, if you want to be blessed, 
you are thinking about your children. You are 80, you want to buy a house. You are not thinking about yourself. 90, you want to buy a new house. It's not because they, you want them to know that when you are dead, you are living in a house and they will come and see them. No, you also be thinking about what? Your children. That if I die, this nice house which I haven't enjoyed for long, who will come and enjoy it? So he, he, he faced the fact that God, I don't have a son. He said, he is that from Damascus. He's the one going to inherit me. And the Lord said, do you know what he said? No. What will you give me? What is the next word? Seeing. This is what Abraham was always seeing. He's seen himself as what? A childless one. The way you see yourself, you remain like that. So God has to change the way he sees. Look at what God did to change what he's seen himself as childless. The next verse. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him saying, this one shall not be your heir but one who will come from your own body shall be your heir. The word of the Lord came to him. This is not the one going to be your heir, but you're going to get your own child. Then the next, the next verse says, then God brought him outside to change his perspective to change the way he sees things. If you don't change the way you see things, you remain the same. Seeing I am childless, he said, as long as you remain in this tent and begin to see yourself in your brain, this vision cannot come to pass. Now, come out from that place. I am going to give you a new vision. So he said, come out. He came out. What did God say? God brought him what? Outside and said, look now towards where? Heaven. You were looking to your body and looking at Eliezer and looking at your wife. But now take your eyes off from the whole situation and look into heaven because I have blessed you with all spiritual blessings which is in the heavenly places. Now look up into the heavens. Look up in the spiritual realm. Your blessings are embedded there. You can take them. Now begin to count them. And if there's so, say, look that towards the heaven and count what? The stars. If you are able to number them. So he came out. And he forgot about Eliezer. He forgot about his body. Forgot about Sarah's womb, how it is this. And he started counting. One, two, three, four, five, six, ten, hundred, thousand, million. And he got to a point. He said, God, mean to me in kind, you can be So, 
He said to him, so shall your descendant be. What you see is your descendant. I am not telling you you are going to get one child only. A nation is going to be born out of you. Today, you look childless. Tomorrow, as you count them, I started counting that he was having, he said, hey, Charlie, so shall your, your, your descendant be. So anytime Abraham gets up, and anytime the sky is dark, he looks up into heaven, he sees his children. Anytime nothing seems to work for you, you look into heaven, you see your blessings. And stars are seen well when there's darkness. So in your dark places, in your dark time, look up to God. When everything seems that they are not working, look up to God. Look towards the heaven. Look towards God. The psalmist says that I will lift up my head unto the mountain. Where comes from my help? My help comes from the Lord my God. Whenever things seem tough, everything seems not to work, failure seems to be looking straight on your face, disgrace seems to be coming to you, Darkness seems to have covered you. Lift your eyes. Move out from your tent. Come out and lift your eyes towards God. I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made the heaven and the earth. My help comes from what? Who does what? Who made this heaven? Who made this earth? So who are you to tell me that this earth, you can take control over it? If my wealth is on this earth, no human being can withhold it from me. Because the owner, the one who made it, is my father. To get it, you must come out from your tent of complaint. The Bible said, an Israel murmured. Like one son, Bobby. Ah! There are, there are troubles more. If you are driving and it gets into your car, if you don't take that, you, you have an accident. It, it will disturb you Forget about it. Look on your, on your path. Drive. When you get home, get some spray. Say, you can trouble me. Satan, you can trouble me on my journey to where I am going. Like, he will trouble you. Don't mind, don't mind, don't mind. You will get your destination. When you get there, just lock the tent. Get some spray and show it that I have arrived. I have arrived. Satan, I have arrived. The fact that we are believing God doesn't mean that we will not meet situations and difficult times. In fact, 
that will be the reason why Satan will fight you. Anytime your battle is becoming difficult, it means that you are very important. When the devil is hitting your heart, it means there is something precious with you. It means that you can be of a great help to this world. Have you ever seen armed robbers planning to go and attack somebody who sleeps on the street? Onishi, they go to places where there is treasure. I have lived in Nima before. Me and Pastor Charles. We started life there. Look, we were going, we don't close our door. You come, you come and meet Bibles and books. There's no single day a thief have come in there to come and even look for something. Sometimes when the room is hot, you move outside, sleep to the next day. But the rich man need a watchman to watch him with all iron gates. With his iron gate, CCTV, everything watching. Still, he can't sleep. The poor man lies. He walks, walks, sees some bench. Sleep. Sometimes they even sleep better than the rich. Sometimes the rich need sleeping tablet. The poor, he's so tired that the moment he gets there, he put his head down. Sometimes they even dream better than the rich. After they are asleep, they see themselves in a mansion. Nice place. So they want to sleep all the time. And they see people serving them, eating the food they haven't eaten before. Sometimes, you know sometimes you have some dream and you don't want to wake up. I had one before. When I, I got I said, ah, is that a dream? So I, I, I wanted to go back and sleep again and continue the dream. But it didn't come. That's on dream too. Rich man. Nice house. Beautiful house. Bed, nice bed. Everything. You lie on it with air condition. You sleep in it and you see some people chasing you. <laughs> I see cows, animals, dogs chasing you as if you're holding their meat. Sometimes they are Close to get, then you scream, hey, Jesus. Then you open your eyes. And you see, you're there, and you're in that nice place. I see somebody, and somebody's pressing you, and pressing you. You want to say, Jesus, Jesus. You can't even say the Jesus. The forces of darkness holding you, keeping you, want to suppress you, want to put you under control. Then you say, Jesus, then you get up. Say, Rade, thank you, thank you, thank you. I feel about Jesus. Build your spirit up. Hold your spirit up. Take control over the spiritual realm by your faith, and you will win. But Abraham, God brought him out. Today, God will bring you out from your tent. And he's not only bringing you up from your tent. He will show you. What is very important is for God to show you 
Revelation is very, very important. Anyone who can make it in life has a revelation. Once God reveal, when I say reveal, I mean, can see pictures. Sometimes you begin to understand some way of doing some things. That look, ah, this thing, look, it is possible. And I see people here, look at them, how everybody is working. But if I put up this and this and that, I can make this and make this. By the time I finish, if I gather people and he goes through the streets and everybody goes through town and he sees, let me use this for example, he sees every place dead. Ah, everybody's complaining. There's too much debt in Ghana. There's too much debt in Then someone said, okay, I can do a company and collect this debt and take money and employ people. Bola company. They set a company. And it comes to houses. No, if you have debt, uh, any uh, any uh, waste, I will carry it for you. So that they will use some for burning to do some other things. So we're going to select, we use some, we can use some for this, for power, for this and, and that. And sometimes they will come and buy, sometimes waste, people buy waste. What you throw away to use it for power. The waste we throw away, that waste, there's power in it. It can generate electricity. Seize money. Why people are seeing complaints? He's seeing money. Every place there's a problem, there's money. Anytime there are problems around, that is opportunity to make money. Oh? Why would people leave? That's why people like most of these wars that happens. Most of them happen where there is minerals. There are poor places. Normally, there's no, this wars don't come. But places where people can get minerals. So they'll be given guns, they'll be giving, uh, uh, supplying them with this, and what they're taking the, the diamonds, they're taking the gold, they're taking the, this is, moon kun, na yam fashkanonko. Moon, moon, I will give you, I will take your money, give you gun, to fight yourself and kill yourself. So if you're wise, we will sit down. I said, why are we fighting ourselves? So for many years, the place will be left undeveloped. And we'll blame the devil. Blame somebody. But we are the one. So what do you see? Out of your problem, what do you see? Oh, imagine something in your head. Ambassador, imagine something. What do you see? Where do you want to be? Your mind is blank now. If there's any prayer... Pray that God open my eyes that I might see. Finally, 
Abraham couldn't count. And God said, Abraham, what you have seen, that is your children. Abraham, these are your descendants. Anytime you see any star, it's your descendant. When you're getting discouraged, come out, look up, count the stars, and you put faith. It will revive you. Look, in your dark areas, your stars will appear. When it looks like nothing is working for you, look up to the sky. Help is coming. When Abraham got this, the Bible said he did not consider. Now he see his children. This is where I am going. You see, when you know how you are going to end, you don't fear in between what will happen. You know sure that, look, I will be a president. Two, you have a reward for it when you serve God. Free, your end will be great. The last one, heaven will be your home. Never sacrifice heaven for anything. Even if you're a minister and you know a decision will destroy your relationship between you and God, resign. He said, prophet, what are you preaching? I'm preaching the truth. Relation with God first. Then you can even work better when you and God relate well. You can be the better politician if your relationship with God is proper. Most of them, if you find them, you find out that they have backslided when they got there. If you haven't backslided, you will see the Christ in you everywhere. You can backslide and walk like you are not backsliding. You can hold the Bible, but the Bible is not in you. You can carry the Bible. The Bible is not carrying you in your life. Don't only be hearers. Hold on to your faith. And your faith will make you a better citizen. Your faith will make you a better leader. Your faith will make you a better wife. Your faith will make you a better husband. Your faith will make you a better, a better manager. And your faith will make you a better... You know, everybody like righteous person. Sometimes we don't like righteous people. The only people who don't like righteous people is when they want things to bend the wrong way for them. When they want rules to be broken for them. The police is made for all of us and for low breakers. If they have to select then let's ban it. Don't let us give money and deceive ourselves. And that is very serious. 
people will organize their own police. And that is serious. Let's have a police, an army that is organized. That will be very honest and work for Ghana. They have the coat of arm, not the coat of a political party. And that is what they should obey. All servicemen do right. If nobody will do right anywhere, do right where you are. Let them sack you. I will preach against it. <laughs> Managers, do things right. Because you are a star. Your future is better than what men will provide to you. Don't choose Eliezer. Choose the stars. Don't choose a servant to inherit you. Choose what? A stars. Any place, any place you are, whether you're a judge, you're a pastor, but don't let, look, money is nothing. You are more important than money. I like my father-in-law. He says something. He said, Harun is a good, it's not for sale. You are not for sale. If anybody comes, you want to give you money to do what is wrong, tell that person, you are more precious than Ghana money. He said, Prophet Unim, if you don't compromise, you won't get contract. I am telling you, when God contracts you, it is a lasting contract. When men give you contract, it is four years contract. But when God gives you contract, it is to the end of your life. I would like permanent thing than temporary thing. My advice to you, amen. Our gracious Father, as we step up out today, by the faith of Abraham, we are seeing and counting our stars that, Lord, our faith will not be weak, that our faith will be strong. That where our faith is weak, Lord, help our unbelief. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.